2: and welcome to tonight's edition of the probe. In the next sixty minutes it's a post mortem of recent happenings in parliament. I bet you're aware of it by now. Well the NDC as a party was hopeful that their side in Parliament will outrightly reject some six ministerial nominees appointed by President Ecofado, as well as some justices of the Supreme Court, two of them. But it turns out that up to 31 of them, in an instance, uh, when it comes to Brian LeChample, for instance, all defies the party and voted for, that's a yes, for the ministers and this has not gone down well with the party a number of adjectives have been used to describe these mps amongst others that they are treacherous traitors amongst others a betrayer amongst others a list is out uh, going on on those who did not betray the course we'll take a look at that but also uh, are their concerns about whether this particular parliament a hung parliament is it a blessing or a curse to us as a country That and more we are taking a look at tonight here on The Probe. I introduce my guests to you uh, when I return, but of course I have with me in the studios already Dr. Rashid Rahman. Uh, He's with the Institute of Parliamentary Affairs Asepa, and uh, he joins me also via Zoom, Dr. Kwamiasa Sante. He's a political scientist with the University of Ghana. He joins me also via Zoom. And then we'll have the Communications Officer of the NDC, Samiji, if you're also joining us at some point. We'll also have Jifa Gumashi, the K2 South MP. She's been uh, named as one of the MPs that did not betray the cause. You should also join us uh, for how she did it. We'll be joining her uh, via Zoom as well. And Franklin Kujo, Imani Africa, will join us also at some point here on the probe. It's a packed show and it's a post-mortem of all that has been happening in Parliament in recent times. You want to stay here. This is a joining News channel. We're also live on Joy 99.7 FM for our radio audience. On DSTV, we're on channel four two one. On Go TV is 144. We're on all our social media platforms: Facebook, Twitter, and also on YouTube. Do join us with your thoughts and comments as well. This is the probe. I am MFA Apower. we we'll quick turn around, then we get talking. Please do stay with us.
3: I am a I about them. And I call on you that look them in their face against them for the Republic of Ghana. For the Republic of our country. The speaker. This will not be a vote by the minority alone. We are sending a signal to the national community. We are sending a signal to the Ghanaian taxpayer that we care. We are sending a signal to everyone that we in the NDC we care. Join us and let's reject them. And please reject the appointment. Reject the appointment in the name of Ghana, because Ghanaians are watching us. The situation is in good. Our economy is in bad shape, a very bad shape. It will on all of us to sacrifice. And that is why, Mr. Speaker, we are ready. We are ready for us. And we are calling on them to join on us, to sacrifice by rejecting the nominees, and to send a signal to the President. That Mr. Speaker, we are ready to act. Mr. Speaker, it is sad. It is sad. It is clearly sad. Because, Mr. Speaker, it looks like The government of the day doesn't seem to care and doesn't seem to pay attention to public opinion. Doesn't seem to pay attention to public opinion. Public opinion is clear on this matter.
4: What we're asking of them is not just something that party leadership is asking. It's actually something that the nation is demanding. We're talking about millions of Ghanaians expecting that. Even foreign government can see it and asking that it be done. How much more us? And so if there are any MPs, and I know, having been an MP myself, I do know. I mean, in, in the house, you have what you call friendships. And what I want to, again, signal is us. The position that we are taking is not a position that is against any individuals. Some of those who are being, what you call, appointed, nominated, are friends of mine. But this position, a position for Ghana, we are saying that it is simply not right. In the midst of this crisis to allow this government to continue keeping the size of the government that they do the day the president decides that you know it is true it's not only the ndc that's calling for it the people of ghana are calling for it even foreign governments are calling for it let me do something about the size of government they can they can they can re-nominate and some of those same individuals who have no issue we have no problem with them as individuals that's the true. problem we have is a principal position and that principal position we believe that our MPs are conscious that they, they, the burden they carry is not a burden they are just carrying on behalf of the NDC but much more they are carrying that burden on behalf of the millions of Ghanaians who expect that something be done mm-hmm. but we are talking about the president, his vice and the government we just don't care that's their attitude, we don't care the country can go to anywhere we are going to do what we've got to do the boys must have jobs. The girls must have jobs. Let the whole country go through haircut. We are not going to allow for any haircut as far as our governance is concerned. So that actually should be a cause for concern.
5: Um, so, I think have you instructed to stay in the house and, and vote against it, or they should leave? Because many said this is a secret ballot, remember? To vote against it. So they should stay. Apps to vote against. But remember, it's a secret ballot. Yes, we know. Is a good and to that. We know now. It's a secret ballot. Sure, we know. But we don't have the power you know who and this mpb learned that on the 7th of january 2021 mm-hmm. that yeah. that could can, can prove disastrous
4: for you oh, yeah, well,
5: we so, are so, one. So, so what are you doing
4: we are going to ensure that they do exactly as the people of ghana expect of them to do when, it, when it's what a secret million, what the millions of Ghanaians expect of them to do to understand that this is nothing personal. You have a lot of faith. But you have a lot of faith in
5: your 136 members of parliament.
4: Yes, because I do understand. I do feel that they appreciate what is going on in this country. The gravity of the situation. And the cause, not just from anything, mm-hmm. but from do the Do you
5: understand the consequence from the party if they break ranks and possibly someone votes? And you may not even know the person. Do you, do you yeah. understand? Have you told them what do, the consequence is? How do
4: you know we may not know? Well, and, and MPP
5: hasn't found out the person who voted for Aban Babin still. Mm-hmm. So, I guess that's
6: why I'm, I'm, I'm believing that you
4: may I, would tell, I tell you, uh, we will put mechanisms in place to be able to know.
6: Yeah. Fortunately, the MPP seems panicking. They are afraid of their own shadows, and they are trying to run away from the vote. We insist on secret balloting, and we will vote accordingly. We are optimistic because we strongly believe The NDC minority caucus will not betray the stance of the party and the stance that the people of Ghana have come together to access to actually uh, implement. So we are urging our colleagues on the majority side to come to the chamber now so that we can start the voting. We want the voting today and not not any other day. It should be done today, Friday 24th of March 2023, and not any other day. We want to move on, and I believe that the people of Ghana will get the decision that is required.
2: This is The Probe, you're welcome back and I'm sure you've been hearing Uh, some of the sounds just before uh, that particular vote uh, that has got the party and also the flag bearer hopeful John Romani Mahama all disappointed. We've been hearing from some MPs as well and also I've been monitoring uh, the status for instance of um, the social media pages of the general secretary of the party and a number of names have been put out so far for not betraying the cause. All that and more we are taking a look at tonight. A hung parliament a blessing or a curse uh, to this country because people were hopeful that this will be a blessing, but it turns out, some say, it's become a curse. But these are more we are taking a look at tonight. Dr. Rashid Rahman, Executive Director of the Africa Centre for Parliamentary Affairs is my guest in the studio. Also on Zoom, we have Dr. Asas Sante, Political Scientist, University of Ghana. I also have Franklin Kujo, President Imani Africa, joining us via Zoom. Also Abla Jifa Gumashi, MP for KT South, uh, joins us. She's been singled out for praise as well. And Sammy Jinfi, Communications Officer of the NDC, also joined Thank you joining us via Zoom. Thank you so much for joining us, ladies and gentlemen. You're welcome to the probe. I'll have to test your microphones if you have to unmute so I can hear you. Welcome. Good evening. So, Thank you. Yeah, I'm good with Thank Franklin. You. Franklin Kujo is good. Dr. Asasante. Hello. Good evening. Okay. I'm Lagomashi she's also good. Welcome. Good Dr. Sasan. Good evening, MFA. Okay. Everyone is good. Thank you so much uh, for joining us once again. Um, Jifa, I, it's only right that I start with Jifa Gumashi, MP for K2 South. I've seen that you're one of the first names that... Um, uh, uh, good, uh, good evening, MFA. Good evening. Welcome. Welcome uh, once wow. again. Um, I saw that you're one of the first that uh, Fifi Kwete posted on his status uh, for not betraying the course. And I heard him talk about the fact that some mechanisms have been put in place in that interview with my colleague, uh, Evan Spencer, really, how did you prove your innocence? How did you show to the party that um, you did not vote a yes for any of the MPs? Mm-hmm. Thank,
7: Thank you very you much, and sure. good evening to uh, my co-panelists and, of course, the listeners. Emma, um, before I answer you, I want to, uh, on my own behalf on, and on behalf of all of us, apologize to the NDC fraternity, and also Ghanaians who were expecting us to do A, and we did B. Uh, and now coming to your question, uh, we, as the General Secretary said, he had put in some mechanisms for to be able to um, confirm whether we fell in line or whether we did what the, the Ghanaian people were expecting us to do. And so I guess about, uh, i just say that uh, it was... Uh, uh, out of conviction that I decided to follow the, the instruction of the party and also um, the, the, the wishes of my people okay. in Kati South.
2: Mm. So I was wondering how you proved your innocence uh, to Fifi Kwete or the party that uh, yeah. you, you went according to the conv- <laughs> what the party said you should do.
7: Was, uh, you asked me to, to put out in the public domain uh, a company secret. <laughs>
2: Because I, I'm just wondering because a, a number of names have been put on his status. I've seen some also videoing or taking pictures of their vote and it's public now. So I'm wondering if you did the same. Is it the case that you were all asked to take photos of your vote and send to the party? Or how exactly uh, were you supposed to prove your innocence?
7: I, I, I'll I leave that to the party hierarchy to, tell, to decide whether they want to make this a uh... A public thing or what they told us, either individually or collectively, but um, I am admitting that we were expected to show some kind of proof. But personally, also, I have made a decision whether we were asked or not to, to keep some record of the sort for myself. Because, as you recall, in the last um, election that happened in the chamber, mm-hmm. we women were blamed for some uh, underhand dealing and it traumatized me. And so, I had made up my mind that. Um there shouldn't be any secret uh, balancing, whatever I, I anytime I vote I must keep a record
2: Okay well but what could have gone wrong I know you've been apologizing on behalf of uh, your colleagues for instance, it looks like there were marching orders given to all MPs on the minority side, you even had your chairman sitting uh, right opposite all of you ensuring that you abide by uh, the directive or the marching orders that were given, what do you think uh, could have gone
7: wrong? You know from, from the experience I've had in the last two years, a lot of things go into um, the work of parliament. And I've had calls to put on my Facebook page asking the question whether this democracy is not a calm. Because, you see, you have in the chamber 275 grown men and women with their, their own minds with their own convictions and beliefs, who have decided to come into parliament on the ticket of a party? Um, in one sense, that democracy makes you lose who you are because you have to, um, as the 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 whip system we practice dictates, you have to fall in line. And so, I I I realize that um, relationships. Um, royalty or other things can change a person's wish to follow the the directive Hmm. Um, I'd be surprised if for example I ask you whether you believe in and you support it or test an election I'd be surprised if you said no right? Because you watched me over
1: the years. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help.
7: I'm sure you believe that I'm capable of doing the work that I put myself up for. But if anybody told you that don't support Jifa because that is the whip system, it will shake. Mm. It is what it is. This is that is what we have settled for. This democracy doesn't allow you to sometimes perhaps um, um, Obey okay. the the food system, okay. which is unfortunate. Hmm. But I've made up my mind that I'm following the hood system. I'm a Jerry Baby, you see.
2: Well, let's bring in uh, Mr. Sammy Jinfei. Uh, we are grateful once again. That's the communications officer of your party. So I'm I'm curious about the mechanism uh, that was put in place uh, to prove the innocence of or otherwise of these MPs. In an instance, we had up to 31 MPs on the minority side. In spite of the marching orders, really, I'm sure investigations are still underway. Preliminary findings, how does it look like?
8: Well, oh, a very good morning, a uh, good evening to my colleague, panelists, and uh, viewers across the globe. But I think the most important issue that those watching us this evening are interested in has to do with stance of the party on the uh, on what has happened in parliament, the votes on the ministerial nominees and uh, as national communications officer of the party I can tell you that the party is very disappointed we've indicated that in an official press statement which was signed by the general secretary we condemn in no uncertain terms, the uh, decision by some NDC members of Parliament to lend their support to the recklessness of the Okufo Adobaromia MPP government. Nothing can justify uh, that betrayal. And as we indicated in that statement and the former president, His Excellency John Obama, has indicated in, in a Facebook post, what he did is not only a betrayal of the rank and file of the party, or the will of the party, but a betrayal of many Ghanians who were looking up to them to put this wasteful and reckless and comfortable in a check. But that notwithstanding, the NDC as a corporate body, um, still maintains that the size of government is bloated. We maintain that President Tegufo Adomas show that he is sensitive to the current economic crisis Ghanaians uh, find themselves in and show by example that he willing to cut down on expenditure by downsizing this government will continue to make that call Mm -hmm. as a responsible position it doesn't matter that a handful of members of parliament in our party who are completely out of touch with the mood of the country and the expectations of the people have chosen to do otherwise the party's integrity remains intact and uh we will continue to do our job as a responsible opposition.
2: On the party's integrity remaining intact, for instance, it appears that a number of people, because you have the opportunity or in parliament, when it matters most, it appears that that did not happen. You did not do what Ghanaians wanted you to do. Do you feel that Ghanaians still feel that you are the most viable opposition when it comes to you doing what you say you would do? Because you gave marching orders, that was not followed.
8: But well, gorging public sentiments on what has happened in parliament is very clear that many Guineans are disappointed um, in the party because members of parliament are elected on the tickets of parties or they stand independent. In this case, the 137, now 136.
4: 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess—for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. Ninety-two percent stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread, or row, risk-free with a thirty-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com/home-trial.
8: Members of the minority group were well elected on the ticket on the end. So, uh, what they do. Sometimes, you know, uh, has a certain collateral uh, effect on the party. But I'm here as a spokesperson of the party to tell them that those members of parliament are on their own. Mm. Uh, it's like um, in company law, we have something we call ultra virus acts when directors of the company choose to do things against the objects of the company. What the MPs have done was not sanctioned by the party. They did contrary to what they were advised by the party, and let me say, voluntarily agreed to do. Nobody imposed anything on them because all of us, all of us um, 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 understand that given the times we all find ourselves in, the opposition has a responsibility to put the government in check relative to its expenditure on its blue test And so, yes, MF, you may be a parent with, say, 10 children. You can give an advice to your children
9: mm-hmm.
8: not to take marijuana when they go to school. Ten may listen to you too, may decide to go contrary to your advice. It doesn't necessarily make you, the parent, a wee smoker. Mm-hmm. So, yes, they have gone contrary to the advice given to them by the NDC, the parents, in this context. But you should I have known. You, you should have known the children.
2: Approach. You should have known the children that you have, because it's not the first time they've defied you. At least with well, the last one, we know about the Kuju, Kuma uh, vote also. is the same thing that happened. And then you have, I, you
10: have
8: a, the, the fact that your child refuses to. For, for some,
2: this is a wrong call in the first place, because you know the children that you have. Why give them such a call?
8: You don't give up on your children. The parents must always continue to give guidance to his or her children, irrespective of whether or not they listen. So you remain, as a party,
2: you remain confident in the MPs that you have in Parliament?
8: Not all of them. Not all of them. Uh, we are confident, uh, at least in the 98 members of Parliament, who stage the course.
2: You know all of them? You know all 98? You know all we 98? We don't
8: know all of them. It's is, 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 is impossible to know all of them, but we know some of them. okay. And uh, we salute them for their patriotism. What they did was not done for the NDC, they did it for Ghana. Um, and especially the new leadership the leadership of the Caucus, let me put it that way. We are we are very much confident in them. They did what was expected of them as leaders. Mm-hmm. As so, Honorable Dr. Tufosen, the WIP, the deputy minority leader, all of them, they've done excellently well and we are proud of them. As for the few who decided to allow their own personal parochial interest to override the collective interest of the party and the interest of the Indian people, we leave them to their own conscience. Do you have but any
2: suspicions? I'll, I'll leave you to think about that. I'll come back to you on uh, because I've seen some names and whether you have any suspicions in terms of those who went contrary to the marching orders. But Dr. Rashid Raman, you have followed Parliament. Uh, since we had a, a hung Parliament, you've had all kinds of expectations uh, from uh, the MPs in there, but you've seen happening so far. You're still confident that uh, this hung parliament is actually a blessing or a curse to us. Yeah, you know, MF,
10: I think uh, the hung parliament is is uh, very much a blessing to our democracy. Mm. Um, you know, the parties are having their ups and downs. Uh, let's maybe compare January six. Uh, the morning of January, uh, the night of January 6th to the morning of January 7th. Mm-hmm. The NDC was celebrating mm-hmm. when some members of the MPP caucus joined them to produce what we have as a current speaker now. Um, what is different with what, what happened on, on Friday? Because we were saying at the time that we salute those MPP MPs who defied the orders of their party to vote their conscience. And I think that's the same thing that is being played out right now. And for me, I think you asked the communication officer the question about the kind of pattern that we are seeing. Mm -hmm. We saw that during the first vetting and appointment of ministers and so on, and we have seen that now. For me, I think the message that this sends clearly is that the party and the caucus is not very much in sync. Mm. Look, when when, um, a government is in power, there are two ways of holding the government, uh, I mean, two ways of assessing the performance of the government that's in power. That is the performance of the executive, President and his ministers, and the performance of the caucus in parliament. But when a party is in opposition, I think the only way that citizens, in this case, I mean, Ghanaians with NDC, uh, the only way to assess the performance of the NDC is not what happens where the communication officer sits and where the general secretary and the party um, chairman sit it is what happens where the uh, 137, 36 members Mm -hmm. of parliament sit. So that's why it's important that, you know, we see the performance of those 136 MPs as a barometer for whether they can be trusted to be the next government or not. Mm -hmm. And so it is very important, I think, in my view, for there to be, you know, a show of unity between the party and the caucus. Okay. I mean, you can say anything that you want. At the end of the day, I mean, Ghanaians are disappointed by the action of the 136 caucus in parliament, not by what is happening at the NDC headquarters. Mm. So that is why I think is very, very important that in this hung parliament, um, we, we want to see more and more uh, some level of unity between the party and the caucus. Um, in, in, in parliamentary um, uh, research that we do, there is an age-old kind of theory, which, I mean still, I mean, the, the jury is out there. It says that I mean, it questions whether an MP is a trustee with independence or a delegate with a mandate. What it means is that if you are a delegate with a mandate, each time you have to decide, uh, before the right honorable speaker puts a question, you go back to those who send you to parliament to say, oh, how should I vote, and so on and so forth. But most people reject that. They say the MP is a trustee with some level of independence. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, I think we want to see the party do all the things that it wants to do behind the scenes and then leave the internal system. Because otherwise, you are going to have people who defy you and say, look, we are going to defy this instruction. The two parties, I mean, over the last um, uh, couple of months, we've seen when the rebels in the ND, MPP came up, mm-hmm. we saw directives issued by, by, by the, the party head, head office. What did it do? I don't think that it changed the minds of those MPs. It rather even emboldened them. The NDC came up with this directive, and this is the outcome that we have seen. Mm. So I think the parties, I think, should learn some lessons about these happenings and make sure that they put their house in order. Um, we make sure that we have, many people have said most of these are our parties, the two major parties don't have internal democracy. How mm. are decisions made. We saw in the last, uh, in the reshuffle that happened, we saw the rebellion that we we had within the, the ranks of the NDC. I mean, many of the caucus members came out we're and spoke and said we are unhappy. We were not consulted. This directive that was issued, where I mean, was the the caucus consulted? How was the consultation done? Was it democratic? I mean, you can say all the things that you want to say that I mean, members. Um, uh, MPs go to Parliament on the ticket of a party and so on, but like uh, your first um, speaker said, you, there are so many other considerations. Some of the members of the Akokos have family relations with some of the ministers. There are religious relationships.
2: But we are at a point where Ghanaians say we should reduce size of government. So indeed, that's where we are all going.
10: Yes, that's where we are all going. And so the point is that in order for the NDC to be cocksure that, you know, all our 136 members were going to vote the way we wanted, Mm -hmm. I would have thought that some lessons would have been learned. I would have thought that some work would have been done to ensure a very tight united front so that they go in there and project an image. that Waiting on a
1: tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands.
10: Uh, a government in waiting that we can trust as Ghanaians. But right now I think their brand is damaged. Hmm. They have a lot of work to do.
2: Let me go back uh, to Zoom and uh, I still have Franklin Kujou. for him. He thinks that uh, 2024 is slipping away uh, from the NDC. I'll take your thoughts on that uh, so you give me uh, further details on that. But um, Dr. Asante is a political watcher um, looking at all that is happening. Uh, What's your own interpretation of what you've seen so far uh, in Parliament Dr. Asante?
11: Yeah, MFA, thank you. And good evening to my fellow panelists. Um, very interesting. I must say that um, I'm highly disappointed in NDC, a uh, cost in parliament. They fill this country big time. Uh, even though I know uh, that uh, when you are operating a system like that, there is always the tendency for MPs uh, to go against uh, the party's uh, position, but one would have thought that given uh, the the importance of the issue under consideration that is for the government to reduce the size, its size uh, we were hopeful that the party and giving uh, individual members of parliament the things they said about the size of government over and over and then when the real time came um uh, they 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 left us in this manner for me it brings a lot of things to the fore one trust issue i i, I sit here mm. i don't trust them one bit mm. right so is the ndc mpp minority uh, majority in parliament we've seen them in a number of issues let me start with the ndc all right we were in this country when Minority Leader Mr. Haruna Harunaidiso said that the party was going to make sure that the VATs would be thrown away and that they are not going to accept that. During the voting, one person was disappeared, and the rest of the story, we know it too well for me to recount it to you. I have also listened to a former Minority Leader in one of the programs in Accra where he did say, that they have never been, um, they have left the government, um, uh, given the government that leeway that they have not been able to exercise their, you know, um, regulatory role over the executive, very much so. That is a disappointment because we put them there to as it were, to be our representative. Members of Parliament represent our interests, our opinions, and aspirations. So they don't go there and then champion their cause. What did we see here? They left us. Now, all the talk that they make in Parliament, for me, uh, any time they speak like that and forcefully, I'll take it with a pinch of salt. Because uh, when it matters more, I know they will left us. Uh, they will leave us down. But let me move on to the second issue. I'm also not surprised, because if you look at the system of government that we are practicing, the hybrid system, it's, you know, a fusion of both parliamentary and presidential. And under parliamentary system of government, we have what we call a strict party discipline, where because of a vote of no confidence, that exists in that system of government. If a government, a party doesn't listen, members of parliament do not listen to their party, and they want to go and vote anyhow, uh, they will have a collective damage of losing uh, power as, uh, you know, opposition leader begins what? Filing a motion of what? Uh, You know, vote of no confidence to remove the government. So you dare not. But when you have a hybrid, such as ours, what we are seeing over the years, it means that the presidential bit is what you see here at play. Where there is a weak party discipline, now the party can issue instruction, and people can, uh, you know, do otherwise simply because there is a fixed tenure of office for the government. For which reason, you cannot remove the president uh, from office unless he crosses the line uh, through impeachment and all that. So they are safe to be in parliament, and they can decide to do uh, something against the interests of the party. But is he in politics? The interest of the people is paramount. That, yes, you have your individual interest. If you look at some of them, have friends and family relations and all that, we agree. But the collective interest of Ghanaians is what matters most. for which reason we put MPs there. So if they go there and decide that uh, they will carry their interests uh, forward and then leave us behind, I'm afraid, uh, we cannot say much, but that we have taken political notice of what they have done. And that when come, the time comes for us to renew their mandate, that's the time we also tell them what we think. But uh, back to the issue of, you know... But, but, but just, be, just before me?
2: you go in there, Dr. Asante, it appears that uh, we are actually being unnecessarily hard on the minority, holding them to a higher standard, when in fact there's a government uh, that we elected that we should be holding accountable, really. Is, is that not the case?
11: But. Uh, it takes the two, the minority and uh, the general public, to ensure that government do, uh, does the need for, alright? So, they have a bigger responsibility as our representatives in parliament. Remember that we are creating a representative democracy, that all the one uh, whatever, 32 million Ghanaians cannot be in parliament, but that we have selected them to go and represent us.
1: Mm-hmm.
9: So,
11: uh, it is incumbent upon them to do a lot of things that we want them to do and uh, that is not to say that we also as a society we have checked our responsibilities Civil so okay. society, individuals and what we are doing is part of the, the, the process but they in parliament I cannot go there and vote and so is the case when you also go to parliament you can vote but they, when it matters most we expect them uh, to do the need for what they have done so far Alright, um, for me, um, they, 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 they have really um, caused pain to the Ghanian society. And some of these things translate into voting. All right. okay. I'm not surprised that uh, people have started commending those who uh, told the lines of the party. Uh, I don't know how they were able to get those who really uh, followed uh, the party uh, directives. Uh, the only thing would be that we we'll ask them to take photos and whatnot, which is an aberration uh, and when you look at the rules regarding uh, secret ballot and the rest of them. But that issue is another that we can look at at another time. But okay. uh, All that I want to say that I'm highly disappointed because if you have a position uh, that is supposed to hold government accountable for its actions and inactions, and uh, at the 11th hour, it can, you know, disappoint you like that. Then, where is the hope uh, for me? Uh, now, if you look at the bigger picture of what does hung uh, parliament mm-hmm. as to whether it's a blessing or a curse, uh, it is a blessing, but the issue is, will our MPs be able to stand for us when it matters most?
2: Okay. Uh, Let, me that me... Is
11: where the is.
2: Let me bring in Mr. Kujo. Mr. Kujo, so um, I saw uh, your post immediately after uh, that vote and, and at the end of it uh, for you uh, 2024 may be slipping away uh, from the ndc how bad can what happened on friday into saturday hit uh, the ndc in an upcoming election
7: for you well
9: maybe that was an advocacy point i was actually trying to make because as you see uh in a representative democracy clearly speaking uh, especially the kinds of dem- democratic practice we have in this part of our world. You can only hope that the representatives in parliament, the opposing side, will do the needful. Because some of us can shout, and indeed we've been shouting, we've been saying all the right things, and we never really get to be listened to. So the last defence, the last form of defence is the representatives in parliament. And they have all the arsenal, they have all the research, they have all the, 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 the arguments that have been canvassed by civil uh, society actors and indeed ordinary Ghanaians. And so this particular issue was quite a thorny one. It was a very important matter, especially because we've been, spe- we've been we've been saying time without number, that the the kind of administration we are running, the, type of, the the type of government system we are running can no longer be sustained, and our finances can no longer cater to the needs of these ever bloating, uh, debt reading type of governance system that we have adopted for ourselves. So the least we expected was uh, was some form of uh, representation that would send signals to the government, especially the president, that it's no longer rhetoric, that the, the concerns of the Ghanaians express mm-hmm. about the size of government, uh, I mean, it's no longer fun. essentially, and that we, there are some serious persons who think that this matter must be treated before the necessary attention and the urgency with which it must, must be attended with all the necessary attention and urgency. Mm. So I was quite really, really surprised and quite disappointed at the same time that this actually happened. Uh, but let me just say that maybe on hindsight, the strategy the caucus should have adopted, and maybe the party should have adopted, should have been a workout, because then we would not have anybody sitting in parliament uh, because you will not be seated there in any case to vote in him. I, and that would have been much longer. And then we would have saved ourselves this witch hunting and name-calling that is actually going on right now. This sounds more like a, a Gestapo at work. where people are now trying to fish out people who must have voted one way or the other. I'm sure strategy-wise, I think it was a big mistake, especially when previous appointments have been, you know, I mean, the similar situations have occurred with previous appointments. In the hand parliament, the opposition essentially would have the powers of I mean blockade uh, in terms of the financial plans or programs of the government, uh called for a proper review or just review I mean, make sure that the people that the president brings as ministers are properly vetted. And of course, the power of censure. I know the opposition has exercised the power of censure once, they were not successful. But on appointment, I don't think they've been quite successful at all. And on this particular one, I thought the strategy should have been a boycott rather than, you know, asking people to vote secretly. And I I do not really buy this whole argument about personal relationships that have been built, religious affiliations, tribal connections. It's actually quite frankly silly Because you see, uh, we are trying to build for ourselves a country and a democracy that is devoid of conflict of interest. How do we cite the president for conflict of interest in one instance and in the appointment of his relatives and then okay the fact that because of personal relationships, tribal affiliations and indeed religious uh, connections, uh, some people decide that they'll vote for persons they work with simply because, well, uh, that is that should be the other of the day. I mean, there's a much larger issue to be discussed. The fiscal situation of this country is no longer funny and I think we've Giving the president enough room, and I mm-hmm. think you're giving him an escape route once more because we've not been able to bite as we should,
1: as we should have. Mm.
2: Well, Mr. Samin Jenfi, Well, I asked you earlier, but uh, you you mentioned that that's not the most important thing that people are looking out for. But really, did you ask your MPs on your side to actually take photos or videos of their votes as proof of innocence? Is that one
8: of the mechanisms that the party put uh, in place? None that I'm aware of, but, but I, let me clarify a few things, because uh, some of the things Dr. Bramani said are not uh, very accurate. First of all, he asked questions about whether or not there was consultations with the caucus before the party issued uh, the, the directive we are discussing and so on. The answer is yes. There was not just consultations, but the, the suggestion f- for the party to go public with such a directive emanated from the caucus leadership. did. I can tell you that, and I, and I want to put that on public record. Because I've heard a lot of people make comments based on the fact that they don't have the full picture. You understand? How many... In Parliament, MPs are called upon to take decisions on a daily basis. How many times have you seen the mainstream party meddle or interfere in their work as parliamentarians by issuing directives? The party hardly does that. But on this occasion, the leadership made the suggestion that a formal position on that communicated publicly was important because the issue of the size of government and the need for expenditure cuts is an issue of considerable public interest that a responsible opposition cannot be indifferent or passive about. And so that is why, in discussing that proposal, the party decided to take this this decision. And in any case, it was not an imposition. There was a meeting with an entire caucus, Mm -hmm. The issues were discussed this. Absolutely. I can tell you that representatives of the Council of Elders were there. I can tell you that the very top leadership of the party.
1: Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help.
8: Breve and other higher arms that I wouldn't want to you know, mention, none of them, none of the members of parliament disagreed with the suggestion of their leadership and the party. None of them raised the any issues. And so let's not make excuses for the few members of parliament who have elected to become accomplices to the recklessness of President Tecoufort. That's number one. Number two, there is no power between what happened in the case of the election of the Speaker of Parliament and this particular matter, the vote of the ministerial What's minutes.
2: the difference?
8: The, the, the vote for speakership. What was the public interest in that matter? It had nothing to do with issues that affected the economy, affected the living conditions of people. But,
2: the but you benefited from... A person no, or from from a betrayal like you've 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 described it, a treacherous a traitor, a treacherousness no, no, amongst others. You benefited from it back then. No, what we you know? are
8: discussing is not just a betrayal of the party decision. Let's get it correct. It's not a betrayal of the party decision, it's a betrayal of the pervasive sentiments of the people. Okay. In the stuff with civil society, religious bodies. Everybody is calling on government to downsize, including the members of parliament themselves. You understand? Okay. Are we saying that for the fun of it? Are we saying that because of partisanship? No. We are saying so because we believe that it is in the best interest of Ghana, our nation, for us to run a smaller size of government and make savings which can be put into the productive sectors of the economy and in areas that benefit the people. And so if you betray a position that you were part of, okay, it's formulation on this matter. You have not just defied a party directive. You have okay. betrayed the people of this country, including your constituents. Finally, finally. I disagree again with Dr. Dramani when he says that the only way, the, and the emphasis is on what he said, the only way to assess the performance of a party in position is by assessing the performance of its caucus in parliament. I totally disagree with that. I don't. I don't know uh, where, where that is coming from. As assessing a political party, yes, will involve the assessment of the performance of various wings, arms, officials of that political party. So yes,
2: by your purpose it, in parliament, not the most important in the scheme of affairs, because important. you you put not this put, particular yeah. bearing on them.
8: No, no, it's not the most important to deliver. For you, don't, don't okay. confuse the caucus in parliament with the party. They are, they, they, they are can, can,
2: uh, can, the, can the party vote in parliament? You cannot. Can you take key decisions? But we have a voice. It's strategy. not just about
8: voting, okay? It's not just about voting. Can you take key decisions. The party has a voice, the okay. party has structures. We have elected officers, appointed officers. You understand? Okay, we gave birth to the parliamentary caucus. So it cannot be that you say that the child in this case. Now, have supremacy and preeminence over the party itself.
10: Okay. And so, if
8: a few of them, even in parliament, not all of them, we have 136 members of parliament who were present there, we NDC MPs, you are about 98 of them staying true to the cause of the nation. So, So, so quickly,
2: quickly, quickly, I know that this is an uh, issue that we'll be discussing, uh, but let let me find out quickly from you, Mr. Mr. Dienfi, let me find out quickly from you, you still have confidence in the leadership, the current leadership of the caucus in Parliament as we speak, because there are those who think that that abrupt change that you made, uh, the divisiveness that it created, is now coming back to bite the party hard.
8: That's that's got nothing to do with their performance. We're saying we have confidence. In their performance okay. as leaders of the caucus, because they have proven to be faithful, trustworthy, and committed to the cause of the party.
2: Okay. Well, so how are you fishing out those um, who broke ranks uh, with the party? That's,
8: that, that's not meant. That's not meant for the consumption of the public. But it's very. It's,
2: it's what what will happen? What will happen to them once you fish Listen, them out? What will happen once partners, you fish them out?
8: I mean, members of parliament, they communicate, right? Mm-hmm. We are friends. And, and the, the, the party has its ears on the ground. We have our eyes on the ground as well. And so if the party picks up any intel that MPA was used as a conduit to compromise his or her colleagues, the party can investigate in that. We don't have to come and announce that on television already. Is that,
2: the Is that what happened? Is that what happened? We had some the party, I,
8: who are I was you? just giving you an example. Okay. The party can investigate that, see if there is any corroborative evidence, query members of... Thinkorswim
1: is a dynamic
8: suite of trading platforms
1: designed for every kind of trader, no matter where you are in your trading journey, or how you like to trade. Available on web, desktop, and mobile. Visit thinkerswim.com to learn more.
8: Parliament, mm-hmm. like we query executives when... They act against the will and the position of the party. The party can do that, but these are not things that you want to discuss in the public domain. The most important thing is that the party still believes that government must downsize and cut down on the needless expenditures, which is what the majority of the I'm looking
2: for. Okay. Well, thank you, uh, Mr. Jengfi. It it looks like uh, that's all time will allow us on that. But let me bring in uh, Jifa Gomashi as well, um, just so that we can be wrapping up on this. Uh, But I want to find out from you, was there a camp infiltration of a sort? And going forward, how are you hoping that the party would deal with this um, such that we'll not have this recurring? Hello, Jifa. You have to unmute. Can you hear me, I'm okay. Yes, we can yes. hear you now.
7: What is what?
2: What is missing
7: in this conversation is why nobody's asking, why nobody from the, the other side does not have of people that it has uh, given appointments to. Why is that not in the equation of the conversation? Sorry we lost you at the beginning of the comments you were making. On the other side should, 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 should uh, vote for the increase in the numbers. It looks to me I said the, the, the yardstick with which we are measured in NBC is different from what you use in measuring the, 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 the MPP and I think that it's unfair. Hmm. So far everybody's conversation is what we NBC has done and have not done right. I agree that it's wrong that we let the people of Ghana down by not rejecting the, the appointees. But why are we not questioning why, what kind of system is this that, and those who are in the wrong are always left alone and we are beaten to pulp all the time. And anyway, in any case, uh, I'm hoping that uh, my colleagues uh, and I have learnt a, a serious lesson and going forward that we carry that. Unfortunately, uh, we keep
2: keep losing you um, along the line, but I think that um, she's uh, made the point, but I was hoping uh, to hear whether there was a camp infiltration and and what um, actually happened. Quickly, did you hear me? Because we we, froze along the line. You, You were saying that why are we not blaming the
7: majority side? What did they do? Why are you not using the same last thing? I'm a fan. Ghana says, you, 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 throughout this conversation, you're all saying that the people want the government to downsize the number of people that it has appointed. Mm-hmm. It is the responsibility of all 275 of the us, us again. to ensure that government does right and listens to the people of Ghana. It shouldn't be just the NDC listening to the people of Ghana. That's true. Why do we also not voted for by the same people of Ghana?
2: Okay. But Dr. Draman, Dr. Asas Franklin Kujo, so you've all heard, at least um, they, they were rebels at some point. They should have also rejected it. Maybe a minute each, we can go around on that.
10: Yes, I think for me, I want to raise, uh, because my interest is, I mean, a strong parliament. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's all I've been doing all these exactly. years. So, I mean, it doesn't matter whether we are talking NDC or MPP. I mean, I'm just looking at parliamentary procedure and how we can strengthen. Uh, the workings of parliament to have a very strong parliament. I mean, my question is, look, I mean, maybe picking up on what Honourable uh, Jifa has said, um, might it be the case that there were some N- MPP MPs who also voted against, uh, because they mixed the ballots. Mm-hmm. So we don't know how people voted. So it is unfair, for instance, to say 31 MPs from the NDC side voted with the MPP. There are rebels in the NPP as well. You had
2: 135 on that side and 136 here. Yes, years. yes so it but like it's taking could be, it out and doing the. Yes, I mean we are just anyway they were rejected yes, ballots as well. And so then we are, so
10: we are just we, doing a simple kind of. Uh, I mean, assuming that the MPP voted in, in block in okay. one block. Okay. No, the ballots were mixed when they were being counted in, uh, on the orders of the right or rebel speaker. Mm-hmm. So we don't know how MPP voted and we don't know how NDC voted. Granted, I think there were some NDC MPs who voted with the MPP. But Mm -hmm. it could also be possible that, you know, there were MPP MPs who voted against their own people. I mean, that's the first point I want to make. The second one, MFI, is that I think in a hung parliament, we have to manage expectations very carefully. I mean, you are not too strong, you are not also too weak. There are certain things that you can do and there are certain things that you cannot do. Mm. And so I think for me, the parties have to go back to what we've been calling for right on day one. Um, Consensus building, trying to work together, because we have imposed on them a kind of uh, system where we are telling them that go and work together, go and find a way to live with each other. I mean, contrary to what they've been used to over the the, the past uh, 20-something years, where they have the convenience of a majority, at one point the NDC or the MPP, now we are giving them the inconvenience of saying, go and find a way to work together. And I think that, that they are finding it very difficult, that is both the NDC and the MPP, to accept.
2: Mm-hmm.
10: You okay. know. And I think until we get to that point, you know, the surprises are going to keep coming.
2: coming. Oh, it could get worse then. This.
10: It could get worse. And, and I can tell you that we could wake up in the next parliament and see uh, one party in the Jubilee House and another party in parliament. And that's what's going to make our democracy more interesting.
2: Dr. Sassanti, how, how would they gain your trust in a minute? Under a minute.
10: Uh, it will take them a while uh, for
11: uh, them to gain my trust. Uh, simply because I'm following them and consistently they've disappointed me. But I have no alternative than the, they being uh, opposition uh, who hold government to account for its actions and inactions. It's my hope and prayer uh, that next time when an issue crops up like this, mm-hmm. uh, they will do the needful and then vote in the interest of Ghanaians. If they want to consider their individual uh, you know, interest, uh, they will get it wrong. Let, us, let them remember that when um, it comes to voting, when we want to renew their mandate or throw them away, okay. uh, they should know that we have the power do so now you can disappoint me but when it comes to election i'll vote you out okay for me uh, that is the message that i want to send to them that there is a day of accountability and that day the day for the voter
2: franklin i'll give you the final word
11: well certainly when parliament is
9: useful uh it's beneficial to the people i think in this instance the illness uh, actually lies or laid essentially uh, on the minority side a number, it was a numbers game, and I think they should have exercised that opportunity. But let me just say that, you know, uh, scientifically, I've been asking myself, since those posts were vacated, had that door to be filled? I don't think there's been any particularly useful addition to the Ghanaian economy by the fact that the, those positions were vacant, Right. I mean, the, 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 apart from salaries that were were mm-hmm. saved, mm-hmm. I don't think there's really been any particularly useful addition to the Ghanaian economy. The reasons for which they should have been either realigned or completely abandoned by the Chief Treasury Ministry. Okay.
2: Thank you so much. Uh, Franklin Kujo, President, Imani Africa. I've also had in the studio Dr. Rashid Rahman, Executive Director of the Africa Center for Parliamentary Affairs. Also Dr. Asa Sante, Political Scientist, University of Ghana. also have Abla Jifagomashi, MP Ketu South, and Sami Jemfi, Communications Officer of the ANDC, joining us for tonight's edition of the probe. Many thanks. I know that the whole week um, will be dominating discussions and we'll have you again. Thank you so much. Um, This it has been the probe live on the Joy News channel, Joy 99.7 FM. There's more when you log on to my joyonline.com. Many thanks, yeah. bezet Sugar. Thank you for MFA. sitting in. Thank you so much. Have a good evening. I am MFR Power <laughs>